you for joining us for season two of the Parables of Plant Medicine. I'm Jeff Wilson, and welcome back to the world of magic, love, and healing, the world of plant medicine. I'm so delighted you have decided to share your time with us. In this season, we go deeper into the proverbial jungle of the mind, body, soul, and spirit to share stories of experiences, realizations, and even miracles. May these stories help foster your evolution in whatever form that may be. Welcome to season two of the Parables of Plant Medicine. Jeff Wilson here, and I am super excited to have Carrie Spaulding on uh, the Parables of Plant Medicine. Thanks so much uh, for joining, Carrie. Thank you for having me, Jeff. I appreciate it. Why I'm so excited is because uh, Carrie was in the group when I first did uh, Changa Mushrooms, and I had an incredible experience um, doing it, and uh, it was with my friend G and uh, Denise, and uh, it was an absolute, um, what's the word? It was really, really, really <laughs> fun, and it wasn't as painful and traumatic as, as other things can be. And I was like, you know what, this is, this is nice. I, and I learned some things, I heard some stuff and, uh, and I saw you, you guys in the corner doing, doing your stuff. And, um, and then we sort of connected here on Facebook and then I was like, Oh my goodness, we were in my first time there. And I was like, that yeah. was amazing. And you do, some crazy stuff, which is developing to even more stuff. Cool. And we just talked about before we got on here, but tell me a little bit about, before we get into why you decided to get into plant medicine and then your journey and some of your experiences, let's talk right now about what you're doing now at Inner Journey Massage by Carrie and how it's changed from where it started. Yeah, so it's it's way way cool, and it's it's constantly evolving. This is what I love about this and plant medicine in general. Um, so I've been a massage therapist in Las Vegas, off and on for the past 19 years, working in spas, poolside, you know, casinos, all this stuff. And uh, I moved to Costa Rica, you know, and we I, I was with someone. We we split up, and so I had to start working again. I was retired, and I was like, oh, crap, what am I going to do now? Oh, massage, duh. So here I, I come out of retirement, and I start doing massages, but then I started introducing um, Santa Maria, a little cannabis, and then I started introducing a lot more cannabis, and then I started doing uh, – then all of a sudden what would happen during massages, like obviously you smoke – and you are more able to relax, not just your body, but your mind. And I smoke a little, we get into that, well, we smoke a lot and we get into this, this same vibration, right? The same frequency so that we can connect out there. I, I bring in the, the spirit of, of uh, cannabis, Santa Maria. Um, and we kind of went from there. Okay? Hold on so, a second. Just hold on. Yeah. I, I am I'm I am getting shivers just listening to this. Because <laughs> I think I, I think I mentioned to you before the reason that I had to write the book, the reason that I had to do this is because I had a shared experience that I always think, well, if you're having an a, a, a non shared experience or just one for yourself, uh, mm -hmm. there's a couple things that be happening. You could be going nuts. 
It could be a memory. It could be a whole bunch of other things, right? Like it could be, or it could be a message, but you're like, no, no, I use Santa Maria. Can't bring, and, and what you're doing is you vibrate at the level of your client to actually create a shared experience. Is that correct? Um, yeah. I mean, I, oh. I would think so. See, so here's the thing. Explaining it is, is very different from doing it. Right. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I do. Uh, so as it evolves, I get more and more. So with each person. So I, when I started doing Bufo and we'll get into that later, but I did it once a month for four years with the same five women back in Vegas. And I went back so I've been doing these massages here in Costa Rica and they're great. You know, people are like, oh, that's wonderful, blah, blah, blah. But, but since I've gotten back, I, I was there for three weeks and I worked on those five girls. And from each one of them, I received another gift. Wow. Yeah. So we are so, so close. So one of my girls, she's, you know, she's struggling with um, conceiving and I was working on her and I mean, these are five hour massages with my girls. And when you come to see me here, it's a five hour session. We smoke or do mushrooms. Yeah, it, there's a lot. So we smoke, we do mushrooms or we do a bufo ceremony and then get on the table for about three and a half to four hours. I physically work on you. Um, it's super deep tissue. It's um, light language massage. I do light body energy work. I do, you know, all of these things, I've, I've done mediumship, I've done all these things, channeling, it, it's, it goes and goes and goes. And each time I work on someone, I receive more. So it, it's, it's really been pretty, pretty exciting for me. <laughs> I'd say so. I'd say it's pretty exciting across the board. Let me ask a couple questions because yeah. uh, I have my degree in, in psychology. <laughs> I have my degree in psychology and uh, I, I have been, uh, I understand that a lot of trauma can sit in various places yes. in, in the spirit. Uh, in the mind and most definitely in the body. I remember when I was talking to my massage therapist back in Vancouver uh, and she would say, you know what? I, I, I Something's up with my stomach here. Why does no massage therapist ever touch the stomach? It's, and they're like, Oh no. And I'm like, what? And she's like, <laughs> so much trauma. And, and like you go to different places. No, that's, that's not something we're prepared to do. And I was like, really? And so it always interested me. And so that was a thing that they were um, taught not to do in that process. And I'm not saying that's the only place, but lots of times if you hit a knotted muscle, I think just in a normal massage, someone will start to, you know, smell roasted chestnuts and remember a, a time where they felt really loved and relaxed or vice versa uh, a traumatic event may come in and they go oh, don't touch me there and they'll get all ten even more tense or something like that um, when you i love the fact that you're using plant medicine to relax before massage talk oh, yeah. talk to me a little bit about am i am i on the right track is that true what i'm saying you are you are totally on the right track so what what i say as as you're you know we've we've sat for about an hour sometimes too it all depends you know i get people on in on my couch you know we sit on the couch and I, we sit in my space and we smoke and we talk because i may not know you i may never have met you before so i want to know who you are i want you to know who i am before you get on the table and you are able to relax the santa maria the the cannabis it definitely helps don't get me wrong it helps but you still need to be comfortable 
So what happens is when you get on there, I'll tell you, I'll say, listen, I want you to scan your head and your body from your head to your toe. And I just want you to look for anything that that's holding you, right? Anything that maybe you get a headache here a lot of the times, maybe you've got a pain here or this falls asleep when you sit too long. Look at that thing, look at what it is. What's the first thing that comes to mind? And again, we're open now. I've done energy work on you already. We've done some light language on you already. We've done some eye gazing already. And we are in the medicine. We are in the medicine together. There are times when it's like this studio space is the only thing on the planet. And that is where we want to get to. And something above, something from wherever leads me to say, okay, now it's time. Let's get on the table. We look through the body. We say, what is that? What is that that's holding you? Is it a person? Is it a situation? Is it just a feeling? You know what it is. If you don't, who cares? Look at it. Thank it for the lesson. Find out what it was that you got from it. Did it are you stronger now? Are you kinder? Right? Look at the gift. Look at the gift that you got. And then tell it to get the fuck out. <laughs> like, right? like, no. Hold on, right. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold so, on. So this, I, you know, I, I love it. So this sounds like almost most of the time when you say, look at this thing that is represented in a physical sensation, it mm -hmm. is, you're, you're calling it a gift because it is, but it's something, uh, it's trauma related, whether it be a person or a, uh, incident yeah. or incident or an in yeah and uh, and so transforming trauma and the bad feelings from a icky yucky feeling saying you have to look at that icky yucky pain yeah. why to, to to you seems to be <laughs> we already experienced it. Jeff we don't have to look at this that this feeling anymore we can look at it we can say oh yep there it is. That was unpleasant. Let's not do that anymore. We, I'm, I'm kind of, I think, sorry, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, this thing just drives me crazy about this. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I listen to people talk and people get a little angry with me. Put you your trauma. You have to, no, dude, I experienced it already. We're here to experience everything. I know that sucked and I don't want to do it anymore. It's not happening now. I can leave it there. I can take only the lessons, I can take the gifts that it gave me, and I can leave that shit behind. I don't need it anymore. I'm so excited to, that, that you said that, because I have a number of people in my life that are, I don't want to look at it, and, nope. and, they're, and they're like, well, I might do something when I come to Costa Rica, but they're coming to Costa Rica, and I'm like, I, I believe, so here's the difference, though. I think that the process of looking at the trauma and understanding it, you kind of, you're kind of like, listen, you don't have to go through the whole thing again, but you got to, yeah. uh, you got to take the lesson and you can ask it to leave or change yeah. it to something else. Um, because there's trauma out there. That's if you've already lived it, um, why do you have to go through it? That doesn't necessarily have to be the process of understanding. Here's the thing. I think what, is moving through you if this is what's actually happening is a spiritual bypass whereas everybody else says no no i can keep you here in this place and this is how you're gonna have you ever had an have you have you ever had a situation where um somebody somebody couldn't 
didn't want, didn't even want to have that conversation. If they don't want to have that conversation, they're probably not sitting on my couch. They're not ready yet. So they wouldn't have even no. done to, they're not now, ready to make a change. That, that being said, no, I apologize. You're absolutely right. I had two people, two people so far, and I knew it when I worked on her and I won't probably do this. Well, I can't say no is the problem. You're ready to release whatever you're ready to release and planting the seed is worth everything. Right? It's worth everything. Absolutely. And everything. that's not a failure in itself. It is a learning. Yeah. So I just, there's two people out of what, the hundreds that you've seen. I get it. I don't yeah. want to focus on that. Um, exactly. Here's the thing. I'm so excited about what you're doing and I can't wait to get to, to your place when uh, in October when I have yeah. my good friend uh, show up here because this is exactly what she wants. Now, now that we know what the heck you do and I got <laughs> everybody excited about it, let's forget all that. Let's go back to why the first time like how did you get how do you start on this journey of plant medicine in general yeah like you've been doing it for so, a while out in vegas too I've, right yeah i've been doing it like probably six years i want to say okay so I, i'm even sure so the the long and the short of it is i i had a pretty i'm bipolar mm. <laughs> supposedly you know I've been labeled as these things. I have really high highs. I have really low lows. My lows are pretty low. I've been hospitalized seven times. I have scars on my wrist, self-inflicted. I've held a loaded gun to my head. Um, it, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. And, you know, what they do is they put you on five medications. Then they let you out of the hospital three days later, five days later, whatever it is. Now you've got six pretty intense medications You've lost 20 pounds because you can't eat. You're drooling. You're, yeah, you're, you're a zombie. You're not even there. You're not there. Yeah, but at least so you're alive, right? That's that's what they think. Yeah. As long as you're alive, but you're a drooling zombie. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> but what happens is one of the main side effects of all these drugs is suicidal ideation and action. Mm. So now you've got an entire bottle of Xanax, an entire bottle of Ambien, and I don't even know what the other five, three were. And so I took all of them. I took all of them and uh, realized that my son was gonna come home from school that day and find me. So after I took them, I texted someone. I said, please make sure Xavier doesn't come home today. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know I did that till later. Mm. And uh, someone came and they knew, they, you know, they know me. So they came, they came and found me and rushed me to the hospital. And uh, then when I got there, they, they added a sixth medication and I was like dude right. like yeah, they... even in my stupor I was like okay well this doesn't make any sense so I went off of them I went to a homeopath and went off them I was good but it, I was okay for a while but it just wasn't the same my friend comes in one day and she we used to be just these evil little I mean we were just snide and sarcastic don't get me wrong I still can be but I choose not to now but we would just sit there and just bitch, just bitch all day long at work. She came in and she's all cheerful and, oh my God, you guys, you got it. And I said, can you just get away from me, please? You're just, I can't with you. Oh my and God, just hold on a second. Let's stop that for yeah. a second right now. I'm loving this. Yeah. Thank you for sharing this. I know some of it is uh, maybe a little bit uh, bold. It's all good, man. But, We got to talk about it. Yeah, we got to talk about it. But but uh, yeah. I I notice that now, and I try to, t I sometimes try to tailor off um, my positivity, because I find that um, 
I could almost hear some of my good friends going, oh, fuck off, Jeff. <laughs> you know what right? I mean? And it's right? funny that you say this because now you probably get that from yes. other people because of things you do. And you're just like, I used to be just like you. Hey, listeners, Pia here. So I worked with Jeff Wilson to write his book, Evolve the Parables of Plant Medicine. If you've been feeling a little lost lately and haven't looked into the magical world of plant medicine yet, here is your sign to discover the depths of their power. Read Jeff's book to learn more about his journey to healing and transformation and how you can get started. I highly recommend this book. Just search Amazon for Evolve the Parables of Plant Medicine to get your copy. And if you would like to write a book, you can go to my website at www.piaedberg.com. Okay, keep going about this woman. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, all good. so she asked me, she, was, she goes, do you want to come do this? And I was like, no, get away from me. You know what I mean? And she was like, okay, cool, no problem. So then she comes back the next month and she's like, hey, we're doing that thing in two weeks. Do you want to do it? And I was like, um, no, thanks a lot. And then she came back the third month and she said, hey, we're doing that thing. I said, cool, when and where? And she was like, oh, really? Oh my God, I'm so excited. Amazing. Dude. Dude, well, you know. So the first thing, it was Bufo. It was Bufo. That's my, that's my medicine, man. It saved my life. That's a big life. one. That's a big one. A big and I one. haven't done it yet, but uh, I'm, I, 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 when I'm called, I'll do it for sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's just for the people that are listening. Bufo, uh, or, or maybe you could tell me what it does as you uh, are a facilitator at times. Um, what does it do? Oh, and, then, yeah. and then talk to me about the experience you had when you did it the first or second or third time. Okay. So Bufo is, it's Bufo alvarius. It comes from the Sonoran desert frog. Um, the, they extract it by squeezing a gland, spraying this, you know, plexiglass, and then they let it dry, you scrape it, and you smoke it. Um, they call it the God Molecule. Um, Joe Rogan, Mike Tyson, these guys have some amazing, amazing podcasts about it. Um, Mike Tyson, believe it or not, is one of the most eloquently, um, <laughs> eloquently described uh, Bufo journey that I've heard. Like, he truly nailed it. The toad in the Sonora Desert had the venom in it. And he smoked it. Once I tried it, boom! Everything just went so fast. And when I fell out, the only thing I was conscious about was out. My brain was still functioning, my thoughts, I could still talk to myself, I could hear my mind. And I was saying, I fucked up. And I killed myself. Because you killed the Yeah, like, I'm dying. It was just really mind-blowing. I mean, I know it's Mike Tyson, but man, it, it was phenomenal. And Joe Rogan, he's been doing this a long time. He'd actually, I'm not sure if he's ever done Bufo or just DMT, but it's, so 5-MeO-DMT is the, is the medicine in the Bufo. Mm -hmm. And they call it the God molecule because you meet and realize that you are God. Mm. Um, that you are one with everything. It's all about non-duality. It's mm. all about... Love, man. It's just about love. <laughs> so not only you are God, but we are Everyone. all God's yeah. awakening. Yeah. Dude, we are all one cell yeah. of an entire body, right? Tell me exactly 
what happened in the most powerful Bufo experience that you had? Oh my goodness. So I've done a lot of Bufo. So I'll tell you this. So it's really difficult for me to explain. But for the first four years, I did it with these, with these women in Las Vegas and we smoked it and I would lean back and I would laugh and laugh and laugh, just hysterically laughing. Then I would cry a little, like cry out of the, like this deep, deep grief. But then it would turn into this deep, deep gratitude, just gratitude for everything, all that is. And it was really good. And then I came to Costa Rica and I did three cambos and I did a bufo. And it was very different. It was just me and, and uh, two other people. Let's pull, let's pull it back for a second here. So, so three cambos before yep. Bufo in, in my mind and, 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 and what I would realize, uh, did you do it within the same lunar cycle? I did it in three days. Oh my God. The- so what, just to let everybody know what Carrie did was she purified according to the shamans, her complete blood and health system. So there's no impurities. There's nothing in there that can, that would, uh, distract or halt uh, a bufo experience. So what you did is you put a magnifying glass uh, to yourself, and you you now don't have anything that can distract you from the power of the bufo. So you're like you're like you like amped. You turn the amp up, and you're like, exactly. okay, <laughs> I'm listening. Keep going. Yeah. Exactly. So. After the puking and the pooping on myself, um, which was very exciting, um, three days of that, the third day, you're just like, what am I doing here? (laughs) I did it. And then I smoked Bufo. And man, I I can't even tell you, it just ripped everything. There was an entity sitting in my abdomen that I could feel and see just grabbing the sides of my insides tooth and nail clawing to stay in I I put my fingers so far down my throat up and I was just like trying to reach it to grab it out of there it it was unbelievable and I felt him leave my body during the bufo experience like I felt him leave my body and I literally when I opened my eyes I thought I was going to see this creature laying there Wow! It, it was crazy and it broke everything open now I didn't feel better could you that. see it? Could you feel it? Uh, it was holding I on. Could, it seemed like you could feel it. I could feel the pain there, but I could, in my mind's eye, I could see. I had this vision of this little demony thing that was just holding on to my insides. It was crazy. What, what was it? Was it? Crazy. I honestly, I, I think it was. You know, I never didn't. Nobody asked me, but you asked me that, and the words that came to mind was self hate. Wow. It was self-hate, it was self-loathing, it was not being enough, it was not being um, all the things that I'm supposed to be, you know? I I was born to heroin addict parents, I was adopted by people who didn't care very much about me, like they they were good people, but you know, I wasn't theirs, they had five others of their own, like there was a lot. Alcoholism, drugs, you know, all the stuff. I had a good life, I lived in a fancy house and traveled all over the world don't get me wrong I had a very nice life but I I didn't get that thing you know that thing that says you're enough and you're loved and I've been looking for that in every person every man every you know all of it in the bottom of a bottle 
in you know between many a lot of things right <laughs> where we go looking for these things but that's what i feel like left me so let's talk about that moment what happens the next day and then for on what behaviors start to change how do you feel after that leaves you um i felt better for a little while mm. but honestly i've i've a lot i i i've a lot in here um I don't know. I think you're the kind of guy that believes in psychics and things, but um, my, I spoke to one and she said, I hadn't been in a body in a very long time. And when I came this time, I raised my hand for everything. And I, all the, all the things that, that weigh you down, weigh down your person, weigh down your soul. And I said, I'm, I'm that one. I'm, I'm here to, to take care of all of the ancestry behind me, all of the ancestry ahead of me. I'm the one I'm here to do this. And so when I did that, it honestly, it was the trigger for all that came afterwards. Because honestly, I, I was not well. Um, so you unleashed, time. you started oh, by, by unleashing self-hatred or what you thought might have been self-hatred. And now you've opened the floodgates to go, yeah. oh my God, there's a whole bunch of things and they're not good. And there's a river starting to flow out of you. And they're like running around your body trying to find a safe place. Oh my yeah. Brain. Oh my yeah. goodness. And my brain is going nuts. Jeff, I lined, even after doing Boof all these times, I, at one point, not very long ago, um, within the past year, I had all of my belongings lined up. I was out. I was checking off the planet. I had these my passport, my keys, my IDs, all my bank accounts. Like, I was done on this planet. I was leaving. And uh, I think my son called, and so I didn't do it. And then I decided... I don't know if I decided or if I was simply called because I served Bufo. I said, okay, let's figure this out. And I hadn't started serving yet because I, I had trained. And then when I, my, my marriage and all that, like, I was like, this is, I'm not in the place for this, obviously. Yeah. You so might do I more said, harm than good. If you're exactly. not in the right place, you could, you could give them some of your river of demons coming out of you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a very mature moment oh, yeah. for you to take on that and say I'm not going to do the thing that I need to do yet yeah not yet so instead um now my husband and I we were broken up and um I knew that he was going to do combo and I knew he was going to need some help and so at my home while he was there doing combo for three days and then the bufo I did bufo by myself in my house and I would smoke four hits of Bufo in a row um, on my own. And boy, there was some battling going on. I could, I knew that I was there in the backyard where he was. Um, and I was here. We, it was as though we were, and I don't know if he felt this at all, but I was there with him and we, we were battling together and for each other. Um, on the same yeah. team as spiritual battle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty intense um, for me. And it, you know, I heard a little bit about it later and it was pretty intense for him. So I actually, let's see, two weeks, two weeks straight. I did Bufo every single day by myself. And that's what the change was for me. That was the biggest, hugest change. 
when I started working again, because I took that time off, I didn't want to touch people um, during that. I worked on a couple people here and there, um, but I was like, you know what, I need to, I need to figure this out. Um, so I did it every day for two weeks, and it's nothing's been the same since. Um, you must feel like you're levitating when you walk. Yeah, that, that same psychic. She said, you're like five feet off the ground all the time. Amazing. I, said, I feel that way. I feel that way now. Um, I feel myself riding my bike around. I've got a friend that's lent me her golf cart and I'm riding around town and I'm just smiling like an idiot, you know. <laughs> Everyone, like, I have a tattoo on my chest that I got after the first bufo. It says uncaused joy. Uncaused? Uncaused. Uncaused joy. joy. So there's yeah. nothing that happened in order to be joyous. There is nothing that You're needs here. to happen in order to be joyous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Un uncaused look joy. Look in, the, look in the mirror. Look out the window. Taste some ice cream. Like, dude, how lucky are we? Yeah. Right? I Look at this face. Yeah, and I was never like that before. If you want to talk bad about something or someone, and you come sit next to me because I know how to make somebody cry in a sentence. Mm -hmm. If, you know, I was, I, was, uh, I was rough. I was a little rough. I might sound like Minnie Mouse, but boy, I can make a grown man cry. <laughs> it was not great. <laughs> The late, great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said life's most persistent and urgent question is what are you doing for others? If you are called to service and feel like you need more tools for the situations that are showing up in your life, consider the 30-week Be True to You coaching course. It changed my life and it's helped me to help others. The links are located in the podcast body. I highly recommend taking a look at them and joining us on this journey. Thanks again for listening to the Parables of Plant Medicine. So now you are... Um joyous <laughs> right and, and you are in this moment of blissful energy um and you are now starting uh your work with inner massage by carrie and mm -hmm. and talk to me about how what's the difference when you are oh, sorry how do you talk to me about a client that you work with and how you've been able to help them using plant medicine and the experiences that you've had. Okay. So in, in general terms, um, what, what I believe is happening is because I've experienced so many of the things uh, as I had raised my hand for all of them, mm. all of the things, um, now I'm able to, from a point of experience, empathize truly empathize with a person because I know what it's like to try to talk to someone who doesn't understand what it feels like to truly not want to be here. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever, or to truly, it just, 
you can't truly understand someone unless you've experienced something, regardless of how much you would like to. Yeah, so I no, believe that helps I, me. So I, I love it. I just, I just yeah. had a conversation with uh, another coach who works pretty strongly with um, femininity and sexuality. And, and she was like, Hey, I love what you're doing. And I'm like, Oh, thank you so much. And I'm like, uh, I, and I like what you're doing and uh, it's really good. And I said, you know, there are times when I get into situations where I have no idea about the trauma that other people are going for. And you can see they're, they're crying for help. And you're like, I don't know if I can help you cause I can't relate. And you're like, uh, I got them all. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's oh, that's incredible. Um, yeah, uh, good. Well, here we go. I'll be sending you some more clients because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I find, I, I mean, because I agree 100% with what you're saying. And we as coaches and therapists and, and the things that we do, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Go go into the book and read the process of doing it? Yeah, that helps so surfacely. But if you've gone through it, that's like a master teaching a student in martial arts. You're a white belt. I'm a black belt. I've been through all this stuff. And, right. and now I'm going to go through it all again with you. Oh, beautiful. Well, and off, and we don't have to go through it. Oh, you can, I know. You keep changing it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Tell me more about this. Okay, tell me about this. We, so we don't have to go through it. But I know, like, you don't even have to tell me. You can, but sometimes people don't. But maybe they'll, like, skim over something in, in, as they're telling me. Because every time you tell your story, you're reliving it, and your brain doesn't know the difference that it's not happening right now. So we got to stop talking about all of the shit that has happened to us. It's Makes already sense. happened yeah. enough already. Now you can skim over, say, yeah, well, there was some trauma. There was some abuse. There was some whatever. Okay, cool. That's enough about that. If you want to talk about it, by all means, we can sit here and talk about it, but it's not going to help you. But you don't have to make it worse by reliving the experience, exactly. solidifying it as an identity or personality exactly. when we now have spiritual bypass available or the things that we're doing that we call something like that, right? Exactly. All right. Exactly. Tell me about your. Tell me about one of your clients. So, when I have when when I have anybody on my couch, they're 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 definitely there for a reason. I mean, not everyone has trauma, not everybody has things, but uh, I'm trying to decide between there's two because one woman. The, the thing that's great about this for me, I think, is I believe is that because I've experienced it, and then I am beyond it. Yeah, you can fix that, it. <laughs> that's the part. It's like, hey. I know how you're feeling, but come here, <laughs> come over here. We don't have to do that anymore. Right? So I had a woman and she and her husband, they're, they're struggling, you know, and I've been married twice now and it's very similar where we're not sure that this is the right person because we're so different and we're this and we're that. And because this one was like this and now I feel like he's going to be the same. And, you know, just these relational things and she's got a lot of the same, I'm not good enough. He's going to be bored with me. You know, all, all the things that come down to a lack of self-love. And that's really all there is. Once we're able to love ourselves, then, it's, then we can get there. So we sat there for a while. We, we smoked. And she's one of my very good friends. And she's just the most beautiful human being i mean she's the kindest thing i've ever met mm. and and it kills me to see her struggle so we sat 
And we, you know, we cried it out. I cry in sessions oftentimes with people because I get these things that come through me and I can feel it. Um, she and her husband are now traveling in the United States having the best time because she was able to let go of the idea that she had to be anyone different than who she is when she's with him. She said, I don't know how to be myself with him in my space. Mm. And I was like, dude. <laughs> but that's what, how we grow up. We're always trying to yeah. do things for other people so we can fit into the world yeah. as they think that we should be. And then you realize at some point, um, you know what? I'm glad that happened. So I know now what I'm not. Yeah. We're just, it's people pleasing. It comes down to if I do this and it's conditional love, right? If I do this, you'll love me. If I do this, you'll be want to be around me. If I do this, you won't abandon me. If I do this, right, it's all of these things. And if I change myself just a little bit, and so that's that's what a lot of people do, you know. Mm. But one of one of the things, and because I know you, we're we're trying to kind of like understand what what happens on the table here, and something that that I I wanted to mention that I, I forgot to mention to you was that it's really been super helpful for integration of other medicines. Oh. It is wonderful for that. So the way I, I, what I believe, what has come to me is that when we smoke, especially doing the cannabis, it, it can kind of, it, it touches all the other medicine you have in, right? And it reactivates, it kind of, we were discussing this the other day and I saw it so clearly in the middle of a session. So I was in the medicine quite, quite a bit, but I could see this, this like, you know, when a river goes out or veins and you just have all these little yes. tributaries going off. Right. Yeah. And so I saw these different layers of colors and I saw Bufo and then I saw ayahuasca and then I saw, um, and then I saw cannabis come in. And so the green cannabis came in. It was like all crystallized almost. And then it melted in with the, the yellowy, browny ayahuasca. And then it went up into the, the goldy, bluey, whitey uh, bufo, right? I could see this so clearly. And I was like, oh, yeah. And now everything is open and connected. And now we can really look at everything and say, okay, what do we need in this body right now? And what can we get rid of? Because we came here open. And we just loaded it up with all this programming, all these words, all these looks, all this stuff that made us heavy. And now we're, we're integrating the medicine that we've taken. We, we've been out traveling the astral fields, astral planes, all these different dimensions. And now we're back in this body and we don't quite fit. Yeah. Right? So it's, ooh, I, I got chills on my arms now too. So what I feel like happens also is that we just reconnect your body back to your soul because you because it's different now it's all different now and so now we gotta we gotta reconnect you so that you can be on this planet and walk comfortably and we're not ever supposed to feel pain we're not ever supposed to be sick our bodies were not meant to do any of these things but because of the things that we do while we're here belief about what food does to you Dude, I have the worst diet. I eat so much candy, not candy. I eat ice cream. I eat cookies almost every day. <laughs> I don't work out. I, I'm super healthy. I'm super thin. Like, I mean, I'm aging. Don't get me wrong. But 
we don't even have to do that. I just haven't figured that one out yet. It's negative hey. self-talk, I believe. But Carrie, Carrie? Yeah. Uh, you are the owner and operator of Inner Journey, Inner Journey Massage by <laughs> Carrie. And yeah. you said the coolest thing, and I'm just going to repeat it back okay. to you. And it was, we, re we connect your body to your soul. And that, I believe, is exactly what you, will, uh, you are doing. And I want to thank you so much for yes, putting yourself uh, and deciding to be a tormented spirit so you could help other people uh, do this thing. Because uh, as a entheogenic coach, as a financial coach, as all the things that I do, I always <laughs> find a place where I'm like, I can only help so much. And you're like, oh, I got all of this other stuff. And, uh, and I'm so happy for you to be on this season of the parables of plant medicine. We got the last message here. What would you like to say to someone who may be thinking about trying plant medicine or um, from someone who has been at the end of the rope? Uh, what, would you, what message would you say to them right now? Do it immediately. Immediately. It, it's, it's just the most wonderful, most painful, most horrendously beautiful thing you can ever do in your life. It will change everything. And if it doesn't, the first time you do it, please do it again. Every medicine does something different. You know what I mean? Like you can take Bufo, you can take ayahuasca, you can do Wachuma. They all do something different. They all activate and touch a different part in you. Do them all. Do one. Just do something. Don't sit. Don't sit in it. Don't sit and stew without help. Uh, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Carrie, thank you so much for taking the time as one who connects body back to spirit. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm excited to get out there. Um, you're in Samara in Costa Rica. If people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? I'm on Facebook on Inner Journey Massage by Carrie or just Carrie Spalding. Messenger me. Uh, my WhatsApp number's there. Yeah, I'm, I'm around. <laughs> I'm easy to find. An Instagram, too, Inner Journey Massage by Carrie. I'm not good at online stuff. I'm usually busy working. But, um, yeah, I'm willing to, to talk with anyone about it and let them know what, what it's all about. I feel blessed to have you on my show, Carrie. Thank you so much Thanks. for uh, taking the time, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Heck, yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs>